Welcome to the Health in Motion podcast. I'm your host, Evie Takis. I'm a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner who loves to help people achieve their wellness goals they once thought were impossible to reach. I am the owner of Holistically Restored, and through my coaching practice, I have been able to guide my clients through their own health journeys and teach them to truly understand their body. With a focus on hormone, thyroid, and weight management, I strive to instill the knowledge, confidence, and encouragement everyone deserves. If you enjoy this content, I'd love for you to subscribe and also leave a review on Apple Podcast. Please tell your friends, family, or anyone who is curious about bettering themselves in a holistic way. The more, the merrier. Please keep in mind this podcast is created for educational purposes only and is not to be taken as medical advice. I am so happy you're here and ready to learn. Let's do it. All right. Welcome back to the Health Emotion Podcast. I'm really excited for today's episode. I have a friend of mine here that I've been connected with for a while now talking about coaching and life and all the good things. And so I'm excited for you to hear a glimpse of what our conversations are like and hear more about her and what she's been doing in this space. So let's just get to it. Beth, thank you so much for being here. Hi, Evie. Thank you for having me today. Yeah, I appreciate you joining me. Yeah. I'd love if we could start with an introduction, uh, who you are, what your business is, and we'll go from there. Awesome. Yeah. So I have a health and wellness coaching business called Vibe Wellness Coaching. And this is a bit of a new endeavor for me, but I'm not new to the coaching space. Um, I have a long, long history of being in the, um, the fitness world as a personal trainer and health coach and stepped away from that about five years ago to go into the corporate space. Um, and I was working more as a corporate wellness consultant and um, recently left corporate. And now I'm stepping back into health coaching because I just really missed connecting with people and being in the corporate space. I realized how much uh, people need help with their health while they work a nine to five because it's a really taxing world to live in. So um, I was just really inspired uh, after my stint in in the in the world in the corporate world to step back into helping people um, that are really at a place of maybe career pivoting and burnout and and trying to figure out how to get back on track with their well being and, and their general health. Yeah. Well, and I can see that it's nice because you have both experiences. You started out doing more of the one-on-one close proximity coaching to people with personal training and all that. And then you kind of zoomed out and did it from a corporate standpoint. And now you're really ready to go back in. So you almost have this more well-rounded experience now of what an individual might need or is looking for that you might not have had before because you weren't in both environments. Yeah, yeah. It's been a really great um, insight into the piece that I think was missing to really being able to relate to some of my clients. Uh, When I was younger and I was in the fitness space, I'd only been an entrepreneur my whole life. I had multiple different types of businesses and it always worked for myself and had this really beautiful luxury of being able to navigate my own schedule. And so health for me was just a part of my day to day. It wasn't something that I had to fit in because I would, I made it part of my life. And then um, when I decided to go into a corporate role and, and really got to see what it felt like to, to work for other people, um, to have expected you know schedules that you had to adhere to, um, clients that you had to answer to, and all the stresses that came with that, it just really shed light on the reality of most people's uh, professional careers and like what that looked like 
um, and the challenges that were um, introduced around trying to incorporate health and wellness into a day-to-day life. So now having both sides of that, I know what I aspire personally to um, experience. And so for me, it was a decision that I put a lot of weight in um, that led me back to being to working for myself again as a coach, um, but also inspired me to to want to support other people that um, want you know want that that balance, but need a little bit of accountability and and support as to how to uncover that and and put those steps in place. Yeah, no, I think that's going to be really helpful because, admittedly, there's times when you know, I have to tell my clients, like, I don't really know exactly what it's like to be in your shoes. I don't live that life. I don't have your schedule. I don't have your kids and those responsibilities. And I don't work a nine to five and I don't have to go into an office and things like that. So I think it's helpful that you now do have that experience that you can share with people that I like what you said is when you were younger, you didn't have that, right? Like you just, you, that's all you knew was to be your own boss and to have your own schedule and flexibility. And so now you have a different perspective that I think is very much appreciated by clients. So I do want to back up a little bit. Tell me about, you know, when you were first getting into fitness, you had a personal training business, correct? Mm-hmm. So tell did, me a little bit about how you yep. got into that and how, you know, cause that's going to be a little different than what you're doing now. Cause you also have so much more experience now. Yeah. When I got into fitness, it was always just a hobby of mine. I had always um, dabbled in fitness competitions and training really hard on my, you know, on my own with my friends in the gym early mornings. I was like the, this gym rat in college. Um, and I just had this passion for health and wellness. And I think a lot of that stemmed from my upbringing. Um, I very um, gratefully came from a family um, with a household that was really health conscious. And so it was just part of essentially my DNA growing up. And then that evolved into maintaining this lifestyle in college. And um, I've had a a stint of fitness competitions and dieting and training that really led to some really unhealthy behaviors. And I essentially fell out of love with exercise and fitness. And so for a while, probably at least a year or two, I just avoided the gym, felt like, you know, I've just hated food and had all these um, unhealthy relationships around the idea of being healthy, essentially. Um, but I decided to seek out a trainer at the time that would that would just help kind of reshape my mindset um, and have a little bit more of a balanced perspective on health. So I stepped back into exercise and went to a gym to look for this trainer. Um, the gym was called Good Bodies Fitness in Dublin, Ohio. And I ended up working there. So fast forward, <laughs> after a couple of years with this trainer who became my friend, she nudged me into becoming a trainer And I just had a a really serendipitous opportunity at the time. This is like back in 2007. (laughs) Uh, But I had this really serendipitous opportunity um, and a really incredible mentor, Jack Mogan, who uh, took me under his wing and really kind of paved the path for me as a fitness professional. And through that, I I evolved into having my own um, group fitness personal training and nutrition lifestyle coaching program called Body Performance. Um, It was really geared towards helping women optimize their their lifestyles um, and their health. And so it was just a really amazing time for me. Um, And that is how I got into it. And I I just have such an appreciation for training, um, but now I'm stepping into more of this 
I would say, evolved holistic um, approach to the coaching aspect of it and, and really more of an emphasis on on the lifestyle part and, and not just specific to fitness, but really taking into account all of the pieces that help us live our most optimized lifestyle. Yeah. Which, you know, you and I both know that that is the foundation, right? It's, I don't want to say it's easy, but it can be easy for someone to just put their head down for 12 weeks, follow a training protocol, file, you know, follow a diet, but that, the lifestyle things, if you don't get those into some sort of consistency or make it part of your life, it's going to be really hard to maintain any progress that you do make in that amount of time that you've been able to be really focused. So I think it makes sense that there's a big shift in general of people moving to that of, you know, it, it used to just be like, oh, I can write this meal plan for you and you can diet down for 12 weeks and you'll lose, you know, 15 pounds or whatever. But now it is a lot more the lifestyle. And I think, again, you having the background of both of those is going to be very helpful for people. Um, and in particular, you said kind of in that like transition, finding like what works for them. I think a lot of people are looking for that right now because they want to be healthier. They know it's important, but they don't know where to start. Yeah. Yeah. I, yes, you are absolutely right. I think it's shifted and it's evolving. Um, as an industry and, and getting a little bit further away from the fad dieting and exercise programs. And people are just a lot more informed and are a lot more resourced to understand that there's more to making long lasting changes. Um, I still have people that, you know, come ultimately for what they think is going to be a, you know, a fitness plan. Like I just need someone to hold me accountable. Uh, but very quickly into our conversations, they, you know, were able to uncover and peel back the layers of, you know, why didn't the fit last fitness plan you did not work or, or nutrition plan? And so from there, we just start to address other areas where they may be feeling resistance. Um, and it becomes a really beautiful process of gaining agency over their health and establishing much um, healthier relationships to the areas of maybe the, just the fitness and nutrition, but then bringing in the other aspects that, you know, people kind of overlook, but really enjoy and ultimately are what make them feel much more um, in alignment with their, their well-being. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, tell me a little bit more about, you know, the work that you do with clients at Vibe Wellness, what you plan to do. Um, I'd love to get into a little bit of that now. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited because this is a time for me right now where I'm, I'm really honing in on what is going to be the most support that I can offer people, um, not just from my own personal experience with the areas of interest that I have. And so there is certainly a crossover between the fitness programming component, because that is something that I do love and that I know gives people a lot of um, just comfort in having the the outline, the parameters, the programming to follow. So, you know, using Train Heroic, it's a it's a it's a training platform, um, is a really great way for me to have that piece of accountability to give people some guidance. But um, that is just a piece of it. Really stepping into looking, like I said, holistically at their, their health and the areas of their life that they're maybe feeling like are holding them back from being able to fully own where they want to go. And so um, the conversations that we have are really geared around first uncovering the why behind what's important to them to um, uncovering their truest health and, and well-being state, um, and then putting all the steps in place to, to lead them to 
to help them and guide, you know, co-pilot them through that process of each day being able to to get a little bit closer to um, what that that health feels like and looks like for them. Um, and another thing that I'm getting really excited about is I'm going to start doing um, some connecting couples through wellness. I've worked a lot with um, couples over the years, not intentionally. It's kind of happened over time through default where one partner will come to me and have a really good experience. And then they, you know, cohort, cohort their other partner to come in. <laughs> and yeah. then we have this really beautiful opportunity to kind of unify um, and align their experiences. And I've just seen so many positive outcomes from that because we both know that there's, there's a really tough resistance that can show up when one partner's on board and the others isn't. Um, and having that like just built in accountability is huge. So um, the newest programming that I'm, I'm working on putting together is going to be um, geared towards supporting couples in journeying, journeying through their health together. I love that. That's such a good idea. Cause you're right. It, it one will influence the other. And then, but if they can do it together at the same time, there's that accountability that probably also strengthens their relationship. I would assume. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that that's when somebody, when one partner has a, a you know, really um, important personal goal and they aren't able to maybe speak about it or they don't feel supported um, by the other half, it can create a lot of like conflict and it can create a lot of space in a, in a relationship. But um, if there's an opportunity to introduce and align health goals together, fitness goals or lifestyle goals, it could be something as simple as organizing the house together. But having mm -hmm. that partnership in that process can really open the door for a lot of a... Um, a deeper connection and opportunity to have some fun together. Yeah. And maybe it depends, but is this something where you would work with the individuals together in the same session or would this be something where you, you've found it to be better that everybody has their own sessions? How has that worked for you in the past? I'm excited to work with couples together. Okay. I think that um, having the, the open dialogue and being an unbiased third party in the conversations presents a really beautiful opportunity to um, build on conversations that maybe wouldn't happen if it was just an individual um, approach, but working with couples together um, and then adding in a group coaching dynamic. So bringing nice. other couples into a, a larger conversation so that there's um, reciprocated and shared experiences um, amongst a group that everybody can identify and, and relate to. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I'm sure that's going to be very helpful for a lot of couples. Um, and again, also to know that, oh, this, there are other couples like us that are trying to do this as well and trying to figure out how to navigate. I think the, um, not like misery loves company, but you know, in a way of like, oh, it's really nice to know that other people might have the same struggles or are trying to figure this stuff out and we're not the only ones. So therefore it might be a little bit more comforting for them to be in that environment. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think there's, you know, an opportunity to, to, to look at different phases of life. So this isn't, you know, specific to couples that are, you know, newly married or, you know, trying to, um, you know, maybe post baby, figure out how to do life together. But even couples that are maybe in another transition, that would be, you know, post retirement, and really understanding how, how do we reconnect? Or how do we find new things to do together that we can enjoy with all this free time? Um, 
that we haven't, you know, had to address in the last 20 years yeah. and in really understanding like, wow, we, we can improve our health at a later point in our life together um, and make this a lot more enjoyable process and learn a lot as we go. Yeah. I think that's going to be great. What are the things that you, you do focus on with clients, whether it's the couples or individuals, like in terms of maybe pillars of health, like what are those big main things that someone can expect that they would be working on with you as their, as their coach? Yeah. Uh, so curiosity is a big one. Um, a lot of, a lot of change happens in a space of curiosity Uh, through that comes a lot of creativity and creativity can show up in so many different ways. It's not just being able to, you know, whip out an art project, but being able to create in a way that creates playfulness. So then playfulness is another pillar of mine. So incorporating, um, that, that element of just movement and play that's not attached to this idea or the norm of having to just go to a gym to become healthy, uh, so really trying to evoke this idea of exploring and, and just getting out in nature and having fun and um, finding new ways to experience the world together. Um, nourishment is another is another big piece of that. And, and, and the, the primary pillar being curiosity, because it feeds into that as well. So looking at food beyond just um, having to eat healthy meals, but how can the experience of food um, and enjoying meals together become something that become is more of a connection uh, mm-hmm. together versus, you know, this thing that we have to do every day. We have to figure out what we're doing for dinner again. That's like everyone's least favorite question. What are we having for dinner? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. so thinking about nourishment a little bit different, so it becomes more fun. Um, and um connection. So really thinking about what connection looks like personally and going inward and, and, and maybe doing your own internal um, work, but then also connecting as, as a couple and also connecting socially with the people in your life and your community. Mm-hmm. That's another big one. So I would yeah. say those three are really the, the biggest primary focus um, for the work that I do. I think that's huge because back to what you said in the beginning of you want this to be, you want to go deeper than just, you know, here's a meal plan or here's a workout plan. If you're looking at this person as an entire person, we have to be considering these parts of their lives. And you probably experienced this. Maybe there was a light bulb moment for you, or maybe it was something over time you realized. But for me, it was more of a, over time, I realized that the more I focused on less on the things that I thought were the most important, like the food, the macros, the workouts, you know, that stuff, like the things that you could really quantify, the more I realized that I have much better and more sustainable results when I do focus on the things that you just mentioned, connection with other people, being outside, playing, like not, you know, getting back in touch with the playfulness that we all have that we just tend to lose as we get older because uh, we don't think we have time for it or we're not allowed to do it. And just the curiosity of, well, what happens if I do switch things up or, you know, I thought this is what I needed to do, but maybe this isn't working for me anymore. And it was just over time, the more I got into this whole, like, I'm an entire person. I'm not just a set of macros. I'm not just a set of, you know, you know, calories to count or to follow. The more I realized that I felt more vibrant, I felt more um, like I had this actual sustained energy. I had the sustained health to me. So again, I think it's great that coaches are really starting to push that with other people too, instead of just looking at it as, yeah, sure. I'll write you a meal plan and it's a hundred bucks a month or something. 
because that's not going to get the person what they want long term. Sure, they might reach a goal pretty quickly, relatively quickly, whatever that means for you. But ultimately, they're not going to be able to sustain that. It's very difficult to do that if you don't already have those foundations of what you just talked about. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I think that you, you know, you asked what maybe what what was that aha moment and for me, it was when I was training and I had my body performance program, or I, I should say I you know, evolved into a group program. And I had always had this sense of responsibility as a trainer that I needed to help people get to their goal weight or their goal point in their you know, life, whether that was their clothes fitting differently or fitting into a wedding dress. Um, and that was a lot of pressure. And I didn't always see things go the way that you know we all thought it should. And So it wasn't until I really created this group program that I started to have so much more fun with training and my clients were seeing different results and really building a sense of community and insular support that really made all of these, you know, health goals, fitness goals possible. Um, It it wasn't, it got much further away from just food and fitness and it became more about how can we be active together? And I had clients that were, going, you know, on weekend hikes together and, you know, we we're doing 5Ks together. And so this idea of community became so prominent and was really the, the core of what defined that the body performance program at the time, but now even what I'm doing. Um, and, and it just, it, it plays the same, um, into the same effect with, with couples or families for that matter. Um, having that built-in support system to just make everything feel a little less pressurized and, um, you know, adhering to these societal expectations of what wellness and fitness should look like, but rather just building it into a life that you can enjoy and have fun with. And it it takes the pressure off of it tremendously. Yeah. Yeah. Making it almost like a second nature thing, right? Like this is just what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And, and like, you know, so you want to go get everybody wants a food reward, right? There's like this pressure that you got to, you know, make it fit into your day without feeling guilty about it. And if you do it with somebody else, it doesn't, you don't feel as bad about it, but you can attach that to something that's fun to do together that may involve like a bike ride. And then you do get to go and get your morning latte and muffin, but um, just finding that balance and and enjoying it with somebody else. So it's not, it just kind of sheds that idea of having to do it all alone and Mm-hmm. living in this little world of shame that that we create around all of these things that we're supposed to do. Yeah. I think the group aspect of your coaching is going to be really helpful for that too. Cause again, I don't think that, I think we can only go so far by ourselves and then we really need to reach out for some help or reach out for some sort of community. So I think you being able to provide that for clients is really important because that's only going to help, you know, amplify their results with you. Yeah. 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 And I know you do a good job of that. Yeah. You, thank you. You have I a try. really strong community. And I, yeah. and I know that I I have some clients that I've had work with you. Yes. I know. I know. <laughs> yes. And they enjoy it very much. They get a lot out of the community yeah. aspect of, of your program. Yeah. Well, it's nice to be able to have friends and people that you can refer clients to. Cause again, I say this to people, even in the consultation, I'm like, I might not be the best fit for you, but I'll find someone or I can refer someone that could be a better fit for you. And -hmm. I think that shows a lot of, again, the end goal for you and I as coaches is just to get people the help they need and to help Mm -hmm. them, you know, get on their way and build that momentum towards the health that they're trying to establish. So if that's with me, that's great. If that's not with me, 
that's great too. I ultimately just want you to get what you need and that might not be with me. So it's really nice to be able to work together in that way. And again, like if now knowing like you're, you really would love to work with couples and you can really build that into your coaching. That's huge because sometimes that does happen where like inadvertently, I feel like I am working with the husband as well. And it's like, I've never even met the guy, but he's like Mm -hmm. trying to do these things too. So it's nice to know that you actually have something set up for people like that. Cause I just kind of, you know, hope that what I share with the wife gets translated properly to the husband. So it's nice that you already have that built in. I think people are really going to love that. Yeah. Thank you. No, it's exciting. And, and I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the the impact it can have. And eventually I want to bring the kids into it too. Cause I think there's a really fun opportunity to to bring kiddos into it. Yeah. So I think that would be nice. A little family, family group coaching training dynamic there. I think that would be good. Yeah. Yes. A lot of work in the kitchen. That's what I want to do with the kids. I want want the kids in the kitchen learning to cook. I love that. I think (laughs) that'll be the ones teaching the parents. I bet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. I think that'd go over really well. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about your business and what, you know, you plan to do with that and how you support people, but what do you do? Right. Cause it's one, I think like, we all take care of ourselves in some way, but what are you focusing on right now for yourself, for your own health to take care of yourself? So that way you can show up really well for your clients. Yeah. You know, I mentioned earlier that I, you know, came from luckily a a very health minded family um, and household. And so for me, it was just a very built in part of my life that, you know, I, I was introduced to healthy food. I was at a young age, I was introduced to eating meals at six o'clock every night that were home cooked by my mother. Um, we were very strong members of the YMCA. <laughs> so, you know, I was just a, at a young age, it was part of my world and it's always continued to be that. And I, I attribute a lot of um, being able to support people because I've always practiced what I've preached and I believe in it. I really, I really believe in the value and the benefit um, of of incorporating healthy choices into every day in some way. Um, It's changed a lot for me. I would say, you know, coming from a much more competitive minded background, particularly with myself and being more structured and strict around what fitness and nutrition looked like to now being um, in my forties and just being a lot more kinder with myself. And, and I've had to shift and I've had to change um, how I relate to my own nutrition, to my body. I um, would say the biggest thing that's really shifted how I show up for myself and the expectations I put on myself is a back injury that I had to deal with. That was, it was a chronic back injury. Um, you know, as a fitness professional, I thought I knew all the answers and I was doing everything right. And I realized uh, fast forward years later when it still didn't go away that I, you know, I had a lot of like repressed trauma from a past relationship that I was holding deep in and um, hadn't dealt with. And it forced me to take a step back from my traditional training and everything I've been doing in my life to, to really honoring my body and listening to what it needed. So now I'm very, very much a proponent of intuitively listening to what you need in the moment and not forcing yourself into a regimen that's, you know, you think you need to be following. Mm-hmm. Uh, my roommate actually the other day asked me like, what do you do for your fitness? And I said, I, I do what my body tells me to do in any given moment. <laughs> and yeah. it's true. If I wake up and feel like going and, you know, for a bike ride, I'll go for a bike ride. Uh, even if I had a plan that I was going to go to the gym. Um, and food is kind of the same way for me. Um, you know, I, I eat what 
my body wants and what I, what sounds good to me. Um, I enjoy cooking. So I have uh, the luxury of being able to make really fun, delicious meals. Um, and then sleep so important and creativity so important. And so I've learned to make time for those things as well, which really kind of balances out, um, the aspects of my life that lead me to the the feeling I want to have every day. Yeah. I think I really like what you said about maybe not having such a like strict regimen because I think to some extent that can be very helpful for people maybe when they're starting out, but then it gets to the point where if your health routine is so regimented that it's stressing you out if you don't follow it to a T, then it is not a health regimen anymore. And I think that's what people need to realize is, and again, I admittedly got to that point as well. And I see it sometimes with clients where I'm like, okay, wait a second, we need to pull back a little bit because these are, it's all great what you're trying to jam into the morning or what you're trying to jam in throughout the week, but you're so stressed about it that it's not actually, it's doing the opposite of what we want it to do. And so it just sounds like you have that wisdom now after years of doing trial and error and just making this your lifestyle. Again, what you've been saying, this whole conversation of Now I just, I can make that intuitive decision almost of what feels right for me now, because you did spend the time exploring and really getting curious on what does work that I think when people skip that and they don't have that curiosity from the start, which is what you do with your clients, they're never going to be able to get to the point where you are comfortably and be confident about it. Yep. Yeah, I agree with all of that. And, and I think that, you know, this just kind of ties back into the whole corporate experience and, and also acknowledging during that time in my life that you, you don't always have the time to have a regimen mm-hmm. and trying to have one can make life feel a lot more stressful. And you may run out the door and forget the smoothie you made, or you just said, screw it. I don't want to eat breakfast. And you've got to pivot and, and you've got to be able to do that grace, you know, gracefully without putting too much pressure on yourself. And um, it, every day is a new day to try something different, but being realistic with what fits into your life without putting that pressure on that it has to be perfect all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that's super important. So you talked about what you're doing for your health. What kind of goals do you have for yourself right now, if any? I was thinking about this question. Um, well, I'm taking the national board exam for health and wellness coaches uh, in July. So right on, this that's exciting. A, yeah, it's very exciting. Thank you. A year ago, I was just thinking about today when I was walking this morning, that it was almost exactly a year ago that I left my corporate job and decided to step back into health coaching. And I completed a new coaching program to just up, you know, up my game um, and decided to take this exam. And here I am a year later and I'm going to do it. And I yeah. can't believe it's been a year. So that's a big goal that I'm, I'm looking forward to just following through with. Um, I hadn't done anything school related for a long time. So it feels yeah. really good to have stuck yeah. to that. That is good. Um, yeah. And then fun stuff. Um, I'm going to be leaving Brooklyn. I can't believe I'm announcing this now. <laughs> I know. I was um, like, are you saying this on the podcast? Yeah. And oh, I'm exclusive. moving to Florida and um, I'm going to take up surfing and beach volleyball. I'm, I love that. I'm very, very <laughs> excited about trading in my like Brooklyn, New York boots for, for some like bathing suits and workout clothes every day. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I love that. Surfing and beach volleyball. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. I'm excited for you to make that shift because again, like it's, I don't know, maybe timely. You're making a shift career wise too. You decided to leave corporate wellness. You're starting your business. You work with clients and then you're making this personal shift, which really everything you just said in the podcast 
I don't know. I just feel like it aligns more with the Florida lifestyle than the Brooklyn lifestyle. Yeah, so it's it true. makes sense. Yes. It tracks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Does. I love that. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today. This was really helpful and really exciting to hear about the things that you do with people. And I know that it'll be helpful for listeners too. So before we wrap up, could you please share a health challenge for everyone who's listening that they can focus in on for this coming week? Yeah. So music is a big motivator for me. I love my playlists. I get excited to go do an activity, whether it's outdoors or in the gym, because I have a playlist. Uh, that's usually new because I make them all the time. So my challenge is to make your own new summertime playlist. That's and it doesn't good. have to be for the gym. It doesn't have to be for, it could be like for your cookouts or like your porch sitting, whatever it is. Um, but I think a, a good new fresh playlist is always really fun and inspirational. Yeah. I like that one. That's really creative. I like that. Thanks. I think I will. I'll, I'll do that too. That <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, where can people find you? Your website, social media? How can they get a hold of you? Yeah. So my website is um, www.vibewellnesscoaching.com. I have an Instagram. I am not super, super active on there yet, uh, but it is the letter B, sweet, the letter N, well. So be sweet and well. And um, I also am going to be starting a Facebook page and group soon. So there'll be more to come on that as soon as that's launched. And my coaching programs will be coming at you quickly. Cool. I will have those linked in the show notes for people to get a hold of you, um, your website and your social media and all that. But again, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. I think this is really exciting for a lot of people and just the amazing components to your coaching that you offer, I think are really unique. And I'm excited for people to hear this episode. Thank you, Evie. Thanks yeah. for supporting all of us and building such an awesome community. Love yeah, it. absolutely. I love it. I'm glad to be here. All right, everyone, hope you have a great week. Let us know if you have any questions and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I so appreciate your interest in holistic health and hope you learned something you can apply to your own life. References from this episode are linked in the show notes, as well as links to find me, Evie, on social media platforms. If you'd like to learn more about services from Holistically Restored, click on the link in the show notes. I'd love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this content, I encourage you to subscribe and also leave a review on Apple Podcast. Until next time, be well, my friends.